Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, the Created Coach Method the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Of Course You Did. I am your host, Brooke Alexander, from createdmindacademy.com, and I'm excited to be here recording this podcast episode today because it has been a while since I've recorded anything. It has been a ride. The past two months have been a wild ride. In case you don't know, I moved to Mexico. So we left Canada in the middle of October, like I think October 14 or 12 or 14. 14, we left, we went to Mexico City for two weeks and now we are in a little beach town called Sailita and we are finally feeling like we are settling in getting a routine, figuring our way around the town and like how to have our kind of comforts, like where to buy food and groceries and stuff like that and where to go to the gym and where to get the the food that we're used to, yogurt and even stuff like pesto. The town that we're in is really small. There are no grocery stores here. There's just little markets that have random bits and pieces of stuff. So it's kind of, we're just going around from place to place. I figured out how to get grocery delivery here, but it's kind of pricey to get it delivered here every week. And we only have a mini fridge, so we can't stock up on stuff. So yeah, and we're trying to buy local as much as possible from the people in the town. So yeah, we're just, we're settling in. Sayulita is, we had never been here before. I've been to Mexico a few times, but we had never been here. And it's not what I, I thought it was going to be a chill beach town. Sean wanted to come here for the surfing. No problem. We get here and it's a it's a bit of a party town. It's an interesting mix here. There's like the, you've got the backpackers who come and they're at the bars at night and it's loud. And then there are some families, a lot of Americans and Canadians here. And then there are a lot of Mexicans come here to vacation here as well. So it's this really interesting mix of like families and people who are just coming here to vacation and backpackers. And the bars are just really loud at night and our apartment is kind of close to them. So we do hear some of those loud bars at night, but I think I'm getting used to it. I think I'm getting used to it. I've started having some CBD at night 
which is actually really, really helping. It's really helping me calm down and have a deeper sleep. It's making me have weird dreams as well, but we are liking it. I'm really glad we came. It's been it's been good. We're meeting a lot of people and I'm excited that we're here in the sun for sure. And yeah, it's just taken a few weeks to settle in. I was at the beach a few weeks ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago now. And I was, Sean was out surfing, I think. And I was just sitting there kind of stretching a little bit. And I turned around to stretch my left side and I look behind me and a friend of mine from Toronto was standing behind me. And we, neither of us had any idea that each other was there. I haven't seen Stephanie in two years, longer than two years. Yeah, two, almost two and a half years. And I turned around and she was standing right there. So that was super cool. And we're settling in. It's really good. And I don't know, it's actually weirdly quiet right now. <laughs> but it's usually really loud here with kind of some street noise we're a bit back from the street so it's not too bad but there's like families around and sometimes they play really loud music which is fine it just makes recording a little challenging so we have we have a really good mic so hopefully you can't hear too much of what's going on but it's like weirdly quiet here right now which is so bizarre it's not normally this quiet but yeah, settling in working a lot on the new updates for created coach which is super exciting the more I work on it, the more it kind of evolves and is starting to become its own thing, which is really, really exciting. Some updates for you around that. There is so much new content coming that it has turned out it's it's become its own course. So at first it was going to be in addition to, it was going to become part of what is already there. But there's already so much content there that if I were to add the new stuff, it would be it would be too much. People wouldn't be able to get through it all. So what I'm thinking and where this is kind of evolving to on its own is that it's going to be two separate courses. One's going to be the prerequisite. So the new course will be the prerequisite. This is a lot of the foundational stuff, which I'll tell you about in just a second. And then it, that will be more of a group program where we'll all go through together. And it will be, it will have a set start date and we'll have a set structure. And then the next level course will be the NLP hypnosis, quantum time release. And that will be more of a self-paced thing, but it will be a mentor kind of a mentorship as well for coaches who want to take their education and their business to the next level. So the, the new stuff is really the foundational stuff. And I don't mean foundational as in basic. I mean foundational in essential components of what you need to build a really strong coaching business. Because what I've noticed is that in teaching all of this stuff, in teaching the NLP and hypnosis and stuff like that, is these coaches get really amazing tools that they can use with their clients and get some really great results and transformations and they combine them with their own things that they're already doing. Like they combine them with Reiki and Akashic Records and Psychedelic Breath and Tarot and they're they're incorporating them all so amazingly. But then there's the, the foundational skills that a lot of students you can't learn on your own and you don't know that you don't know these things until someone is like, hey, 
do you know how to do this? And then they were like, no. So it's that kind of stuff. So when I say foundational stuff, I mean code of ethics and confidentiality. I'm talking about how to set up coaching agreements and what information you need to include in your coaching contracts and how to explain, how to know the difference and explain the difference to your clients between coaching and therapy and consulting and mentoring and making sure that's super clear. We're talking about what else are we talking about? So much stuff. How to listen more effectively, how to coach the who versus the what, direct communication. We're really going into the the fundamental and again I'm not I don't mean fundamental as in basic. I mean incredibly important, essential stuff to coaching. So and then what I'm doing is I've taken some of the stuff that is part of NLP and some of the more kind of like basic stuff from NLP and included it in the new program. So you do learn some NLP and you learn a lot of coaching tools and um, you learn about emotional intelligence in there. Oh my gosh, I have so much stuff in there. So I'm, I am beyond excited. I'm almost finished the draft of um, the first few weeks of content, which is super exciting. And we're looking for a February 15 start date. That is my goal. It's just a lot of content. So um, my goal is to have it up and running for you by then, but it's going to be uh, a set a set program with set dates and we're going to be doing things together and there's going to be um, masterclasses as part of the program and e-learning modules and you'll get access to our online campus and we'll have um, peer coaching and some assignments and stuff to really really help you dive in and start coaching not not you'll you'll be coaching while you're doing the program the goal is for you to start working with clients as you're in the program to start practicing if you've never had any clients before or to start helping you implement these new practices and new skills that you're learning into your current coaching business. This isn't just for new coaches. This is for any coach who who doesn't know this stuff because it's super important. It's so important. And I'm, I'm really excited to change the game and to be bringing all of these skills and tools to you so that you can help so that you can start building or even continue building a really, really strong coaching business. This isn't for coaches who just want to get rich quick scheme or have seen someone on Instagram become a coach and then get really successful. This is for the coaches who who want this to be their life's work, who want coaching to be their career, who are passionate about it and committed to mastering their craft and diving deep into what coaching really is and how to be the best coach you can possibly be. And sometimes that's going to be for newer coaches who've never coached before. And that can also be for coaches who started coaching, who kind of just dived in, dove dived in, dove into coaching without any training or experience. And maybe you're having success and that's really, really great, but you 
understand the importance of learning how to really hold space for your clients, how to listen, how to be trauma sensitive and how to to understand and learn when your client is kind of experiencing trauma, how to know when you're not the person to help them, how to refer out, how to find, help your client find someone to, to help them. Anyway, that turned into a really, really long ramble, but it actually gets into, it segues nicely into what I wanted to talk about today, which is, should you do a coach training? And the reason that I I wanted to talk about this is because, because we're updating the course, I'm updating the website and... I wanted to look for, I wanted to find out what are some of the reasons why people say you shouldn't do a coach training. So I was doing some searching online and I came across some gold, some gold. I found some websites that they gave reasons for why you shouldn't do a coach training. And I was just a little mind blown because none of these people were even, they don't even know what coaching is. It was mind-blowing to me where they're like, you don't need a certification because you just do, this is what you do. And you don't need to be trained to do that. And I was like, but that's not coaching. That's not what coaching is. And I want to preface this by saying that I know it's, you don't need to have a certification to be a coach. There are no regulations. There's no government regulations. I haven't heard of any countries that have government regulations for coaching. So anyone can become a coach. And if you started coaching just by deciding you wanted to be a coach and you, you posted about it and you got clients and you're helping people and you did it that way, that's great. I'm not saying that, that, that you did something wrong at all. That's how I started. I didn't get any clients until I did a training and learned how to coach people. But if you did it that way, that's totally, totally fine. Um, I'm not like talking down upon anyone who's done that. I'm just, I just want to talk about, obviously my answer is yes, you should do a coach training. And I want to talk about the reasons why. And the first thing, one of the main reasons that these blog posts highlighted and like it just had me mind blown is because a lot of people don't even know what coaching is. One of the blog posts said, coaching isn't counseling and you do need a certification for counseling, but because coaching isn't that, then you don't need a certification. So you don't have to worry about doing a training for it. That was basically the reasoning for it. It's not therapy, so you don't have to. And that seems like a pretty weak reason to me anyway. And then the post went on to talk about when you're coaching, you're just mentoring someone and you just need to observe and give advice. And again, that's not coaching. That coaches don't give advice. Well, okay, let me let me add a few things to this. Pure coaching, in pure coaching, you do not give advice. And this is where this is one of the main things that were that you learn really on in the creator coach method and in our um, associate coach program P- you learn the difference between pure coaching and giving advice and all of these different helping modalities you don't give advice when you coach someone that is not coaching coaching is about helping your clients 
find the answers themselves. If you're giving advice, you're either mentoring, consulting, or teaching, or training, which is totally fine, totally fine to include those in what you do as well, but that isn't coaching. And it's important that you know the difference because if you are giving advice, it's that old saying, what is it? Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime, whatever it is. Like, oh man, I really should have looked that up. But you know what I'm trying to say here? If you tell someone how to do something, if you do it for them, if you say, yeah, okay, well, you should really do it like this and this is how you're going to do it then they don't learn. They don't learn that they have the internal resources to figure out answers for themselves. They don't learn how to access that part of them that can find the answers. So a lot of the times my clients will say to me like, okay, what should I do in my coaching program? How much should I charge? What should this be? And those aren't things that like I should answer for them. There are times in my business as a coach where I give my clients answers and I tell them I mentor and I coach and consult. I do all of them. And there are times when one of my students or my clients might say like, okay, I need to um, write uh, or figure out the best email platform. And I'll say, okay, well, this is my experience with these different email platforms. Like, I'm not going to sit back and say, but what do you think? For that kind of stuff, it's like, that's mentoring. That's consulting. Okay, here's my experience. Here's what I know. I give them the information. And then I still let them find the answer for themselves. I don't say you should do this one because what if they hate it? What if they hate it? But I give my advice and my experience and that is mentoring and consulting. But for the stuff where it's like, okay, what should I include? How much should I charge? Things that are really personal to them and unique to them and stuff that's like their business is based around their clients are working with them for them, not for me. So if I start projecting what I think onto my clients about what they should do and how much they should charge, then that's not them. So for those kinds of things, I don't give my clients the answers and they know because (laughs) as soon as they ask me a second later, they're just like, they say exactly what I'm going to say to them because I always say, what do you think or what do you feel or what are you confident with? So it's really important that you know the difference between coaching and consulting and, and mentoring. It's also really important. Now, I made a post about this a little while ago that experience doesn't equal qualified. Oh man, this one, this one gets me because so many people say, oh, if you've done something once before, you can just start coaching on that. You can just coach people around how to do that. Mm, That's not coaching. Also for starters, like coaches, a lot of coaches haven't experienced what they're coaching their clients on. Like executive coaches often haven't experienced being a CEO of a multi-million dollar company that is about to become a billion dollar company. Most executive coaches have not done that. They don't teach their clients how to do that. They don't give advice on what to do in those situations. They coach their clients on who they need to be, what they need to learn, 
how they need to respond, who they want to be in those situations. That's what they're coaching their clients on, on what they need to focus on in the next 30 minutes to to manage their stress or to feel, get rid of the self-doubt or something like that. So most coaches don't have, if you're purely coaching, you don't, you don't need to know even what your client needs to be coached on. You don't need to know the content of what your client is experiencing if you're purely coaching. If you are consulting and mentoring, that's a different story. But kind of going back to what I was saying, that experience doesn't equal qualified. Just because you've helped someone, probably yourself, achieve something once, that doesn't mean that you are qualified to hold space for your clients, to hold space for a variety of people, maybe someone who has experienced trauma in the past, maybe someone who is experiencing a difficult situation, maybe people of of different learning abilities, people of different ethnic backgrounds, people of different um, financial backgrounds, things like that. Just because you have experienced something in the past, maybe you were able to lose weight or maybe you were able to get your period back on track or maybe you were able to get your dream job. Those are all amazing and really great experiences to have in your back pocket because you know where your clients were at and you know that they were how they were feeling in those moments. And that's really important. But it's also really important for you to learn the foundations of holding space for someone, of allowing them to realize their own potential, of having the tools to help your clients access those internal resources that they have that they just don't know that they have. Just because you manifested thousand dollars that doesn't mean you know how to help people manage their money that's one of the big ones that really irks me in this is like the money stuff when people like yeah I manifested money and then like they have no idea I know people that say that they were would help people manifest money that would go through the up and down broke cycle of having no money not being able to pay their bills And then money would come and then they would be fine. And then the cycle would happen again. And then they would just be like, I manifest money. I manifest money. I'm going to help people manifest shit. It's like, wait, that is not at all the kind of person who I want telling me what to do with my money. So experience doesn't equal qualified. So as I mentioned at the beginning, Yes, I think that you should do a coach training. Now, when I first started coaching, I I didn't think I needed to. I wasn't told that I, like I was, I listened to all of this this stuff. You don't need a certification. You don't need a certification. That's true. You don't need it, but that doesn't mean (laughs) that you shouldn't learn the stuff that you can learn in a coach training. As long as you're signing up for one that's actually going to give you the things that you want to learn. If you expect your clients to invest their time and money and energy in your coaching, you have to be willing to go there first. You have to, I have said this 
for so long, you have to be willing to do it first. If you want someone to invest their money in you, you have to be willing to invest your money in you. It's so, so, so important. And one of the things that you need to do when you are deciding, when you're thinking about if you're going to do a coach training, obviously there's a lot of them out there and you have to find out what, the first thing that you need to ask yourself is what do I actually want to learn? What do I really want to get out of this? What's important to me about a coach training? What's important to me about what I learn? What's important to me about the support that I get? What's important to me about the person I am learning from? You need to consider what you want out of the course, what you want to achieve, how you want to think, how you want to feel, how you want to see yourself at the end so that you can choose a a program that aligns with that because some programs will teach you the foundational stuff like code of ethics, confidentiality, coaching agreements, like um, contracts, mastering the art of, of listening, direct communication, coaching the who versus the what. Some programs will teach you that. Other programs will just only teach you about the tools and stuff like only NLP or only hypnosis or only like tarot or only Akashic records or they'll teach you the kind of the practical tools and just those things but you won't have the foundational stuff so you need to figure out what is really important to you about about where you learn from and about what you learn and the next thing that you need to really consider and ask yourself is what won't I get if I don't do this basically what am I missing out on by not doing it because you've already asked, okay, what do I want? What am I going to get? Now, what won't I get if I don't do it? I won't learn the difference between this and the other helping modalities. I won't have the support, the supervision, the feedback on my coaching skills. I won't have the connections with other coaches and other people in the industry. I won't learn X, Y, Z. I, I, I won't have these things. And then you need to decide if, if you're willing to not know those things. If you think that not knowing those things is going to be okay for you and okay for your clients, or maybe can you actually benefit from learning these things? Can your clients benefit from learning these things? And I think, I think there's two main reasons why people don't do coaching trainings the time and the money. People think it's going to take a really long time to do and so fucking what? So what if it's going to take you time to learn how to do your job properly, how to help your clients properly? You're not doing this for you. You're doing this for them. This isn't about you. This isn't, "Mm, do I want to be a coach? Do I want to learn these things? Do I want to spend the time doing this? Ask yourself what your clients need from you, what your clients deserve from you. This isn't about you. It's about your clients. So, so fucking what if it's going to take you some time? I, in the creative coach method, encourage my students to start working with clients for free, for practice, if, if that's where you're at, 
But I encourage people to start working with people, to start practicing how to do your coaching agreements and how to get your contracts set up, to practice getting on your calls, to practice asking questions, to practice the techniques with people so that you can start making money. I teach people how to how to make their investment back, which takes me into the second step is people don't want to do it because it costs money. Again, so fucking what? You have to stop seeing these things as spending money, as the money disappearing because you are doing this course. You have to stop seeing it as the money is gone. It's disappeared. It's not there anymore. You need to make the shift into I am putting the money in me. That's This is the biggest shift that I had around money is instead of thinking that the money was disappearing, I decided that I'm, I'm investing the money in myself like a stock, you know, when you invest in stocks and you put the money there and you know, it's, it's there and you know, the money is growing and getting, getting bigger, you know, it's still there. It hasn't disappeared. You put it somewhere and it's accumulating and accruing and whatever happens with stocks, the terminology, you're going to have more at the end. Think of yourself as the same way. You're the stock that you're investing in. You're putting the money into you so that you can learn something that will give you the ability to accrue more money. So your investment of however many thousands of dollars it costs to do this coaching program is going to be magnified. It's going to be amplified. It's not disappearing. You're investing it so that you can have more of it. And I get not everyone's in the same financial place and money, you know, money, it's a big deal. Spending a few hundred dollars a month on a, a financing plan or, you know, investing a couple thousand dollars in a coaching program is, it's a big deal for a lot of people. I understand that it was a big deal for me. Like it was, it was a lot of money for me when I did it as well. So I totally understand like sometimes I didn't have the money to pay for it and I had to put it on my credit card. Like I get it. I get it. But it was still the best thing that I ever did. So if you are in a place where it's not a possibility for you right now financially, that's okay. Don't discount it and think that you shouldn't do it or it's off the table or not a possibility for you ever. It's still really, really important. Save up for it. Shop around. Ask if there are scholarships. Ask if there are is any way that you can extend a payment plan or reach out to people and ask if it's truly something that you want to do, but you're saying right now I can't because I can't afford it. Find out what you can do to prepare yourself mentally, to prepare yourself financially, but don't see this as money disappearing and going nowhere. Because like I said, if you want people to invest thousands of dollars in you as a coach, you have to be willing to find a way to invest in yourself. You have to be willing to find the way to invest in yourself. Because if you come into this as I don't want to spend any money on learning how to do this and I'm going to do it for free, then that's the energy that you're putting out there and the energy that you're going to get back from clients. That is just the reality. So that's it. That's everything probably not everything, but that's what I wanted to say this time. I'm probably going to record another episode around the same thing. Um, another 
time somewhere in the future. But that's the majority of what I wanted to say today on should you do a coach training on why it's important. And hopefully that was clear. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much, but that was good. I got it all out in 30 minutes. I am going to turn the fan back on because it is hot in here and I didn't want you to hear the fan noises. And then I'm going to go to the beach this afternoon. One of the benefits of living in Mexico is, yes, I can go to the beach whenever I want, but my productivity has gone down here. It it has. I'm going to blame some of that on just moving and needing to settle in. And it's definitely getting better now that I'm more settled. But that's it. All right. I'm going to stop rambling. Let me know if you have any questions. I would love to know your thoughts on the things that I've shared today. And you can send me a DM or an email. Um, you can DM me at brookealexander.co is my Instagram. And that's it. I love you. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.